everybody and welcome back to the creative kindergarten podcast my name is amanda and i'm an early childhood educator in ontario canada and this podcast is a place where i talk about all things kindergarten i pick a topic for the week and i share my thoughts my ideas and my learning around that topic for today's episode i'm going to be talking about morning routines morning meetings for the start of the school year what does that look like in september and how does that change over time and so I'm just going to jump into this highly requested topic for this week's podcast episode. First of all, what does a morning meeting, morning routine look like in my classroom? Could be very different from anybody else's classroom. And it could also be different year to year. You want to make sure that you are following the needs of your students and making a classroom environment that meets their needs. So this also includes the different times of the days that you might be gathering together for whole group or small group or, you know, um, just having free choice centers. Really, that depends your schedule your flow of the day your routines everything depends on your students your classroom so what i am saying in this podcast episode might not resonate with you this year or might not be appropriate for your students this year but i just wanted to give um, you some ideas of what that looks like for myself and my students uh, just in the beginning of the school year I know that a lot of educators like to do a soft start in the morning where students come in, they can pick, you know, a game or a a toy or an activity that they can do for a few minutes while they get started on on the day. And then they take a pause from that and meet for a whole group lesson afterwards. Uh, I like to minimize transitions in my classroom. So I don't want students coming in, transitioning to um, games or activities, having to pause what they're doing, pause what they're playing with, whatever that might be, and then go into and then transition into a whole group lesson and then transition back to center routines or whatever might be happening after your your morning meeting or your or your um literacy lesson or your math lesson, whatever it is that starts off your day. So for me, doing that soft start might work for some students. Like there might be years where that's absolutely something that your students need. But for me, that just never was the case. And so instead of, you know, starting with any activities, students come into our classroom in the first weeks of school. And, you know, the first week of school is really just establishing what walking into a classroom looks like. Some of these peanuts have never, you know, attended a school program or any kind of programming. So they don't know how to hang up their backpacks. They don't, might not know how to change their shoes or where to put their shoes. You know, um, once the um, routines start where they have to maybe take out their communication bags, All of those things have to be explicitly taught to your students and then reinforced throughout the first few weeks of school so that, you know, you're establishing that very important routine so that we can keep our cubby areas neat and tidy and, you know, there isn't just stuff everywhere. So establishing those routines are really important for the first weeks of school, reinforcing it and, you know, ensuring that students can be successful with that. So because I'm in Ontario and we have year one and year two students, also having year two students, the students that have done it, you know, previously, 
providing them with leadership opportunities where maybe, you know, they can ensure that the, the JKs that are near them or the year one students that are near them are be, are successful and don't need any help is it could be a really important tool that you use in your classroom. But the first routine that we establish is getting students in the door and into the classroom and making that in a way where all students can be successful. But once students are ready to start their day, they move over. Well, we have students wash their hands and then they move over to our whole group area. This might be your carpet area. We don't have carpets um, currently in our classroom or anything. So it's just they sit on the floor. We have students um, get their name tags off of a table and we put magnets on them and there's like a, a magnetic area where they can put up their name. This makes it really easy for us to do uh, attendance in the morning. And also when they we have free choice snack where students can just pick whenever they want to go have their morning snack. And so they're able to just take their name off of the magnetic area and put it at the snack table so that they save their spot. And then we can also see who has had snack and encourage anybody who hasn't had snack by like the middle of the morning to go and have a snack as well. So students do go and grab their names. This works great on, you know, name recognition for them. We, I have a picture, I have a little picture of them in the corner and then their name written beside it on a laminated piece of paper and magnets on the back and they put it up. So Again, establishing that routine where students get their name, put it up, and then have a seat. First weeks of school, again, we are talking about what even sitting at a whole group lesson looks like. Uh, I have this thing, and I don't know if everybody else has this thing, but I don't like, not that I don't like, I highly discourage students from sitting in a W position. Uh, picture their legs, you know, um, kind of where they're sitting on their bum, but their legs are pushed out to the side where their hips are instead of being in front of them. Uh, I've had, when I was working in childcare, I had lots of, like a few students who developed some hip and some leg problems from sitting like that. And so, and had to do physical therapy to be able to correct some of those things that were happening with their hips from sitting in a W position. So a lot of students come in sitting like that. And for whatever, I just, I can't watch a kid sitting like that after the experiences that I've had with uh, students having to go through um, physical therapy to fix it. So highly encouraging kids to sit in a position that is comfortable for them, but is also developmentally going to ensure that, you know, they're not harming themselves in some way. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I'm not a physical therapist. It's just my experience that sitting in the W position is not a great way for um, little ones to sit. So showing them that they can sit cross-legged so they can sit on the floor cross-legged for a lot of students, that position works for them. Um, for other students, I have students who like to sit in the mountain position where I call it the mountain position where one of their legs is usually crossed and then the other leg is up and they can wrap their arms around it or both legs are up like into a mountain position and they can wrap their arms around them. So finding a position that is comfortable for them, but also safe for them. I also talk to them about why we need to not have our legs stretched out in front of us. I would love, love to have enough room in our classroom that we could all stretch out our legs. But with 30 students sitting in a small area, it's just not going to happen. So in order to keep 
myself and my students safe, we talk about making sure that our hands are not on the floor so that they don't get stepped on. That's a big problem in the kindergarten classrooms. And that also our legs are tucked either in the mountain position or the crisscross position so that nobody is tripping on our legs or stepping on us and that we have enough room for everybody. I always explain that there are reasons why. Like I don't just make up arbitrary rules for my students and then just be like, well, you can't sit like that end of story instead and this happens for all the rules and expectations that i establish in september and onwards throughout the school year i like to give a reason why and even i i will sit on the floor and show them why you know why this isn't a good idea and so um you know establishing those routines basically that takes September. September is the time when we are meeting at our whole group lesson area and we are revisiting those expectations, making sure that students understand so that they're staying safe and I'm staying safe. I don't want kids sitting with their legs out and like I'm teaching a lesson and walking around and talking to them and I'm tripping over their feet or something or I'm stepping on their poor little fingers. So really establishing that in September is part of our morning meeting routine and it's something that um will have to be revisited throughout the school year as well i also like in september especially to uh, help like the students learn each other's names i love doing a song like the good morning train song i shared this on my instagram last year and people loved it the morning and my students will have had asked for it continuously throughout the school year even like when they absolutely knew each other's names, every once in a while somebody would say, hey, can we do the good morning train song? And so this can take a lot of time in your morning if you have 30 students, but I do think it's important. Not only do the students get to hear each other's names, they also get to hear their own name every morning said aloud and put in a song, which I feel like makes them, you know, feel welcome and part of the classroom community and seen so that at least you know as a way i always greet the students as they're coming into the classroom but just in case i missed something, at least they're hearing me say good morning to them through this song <sighs> i will sing it for you my singing voice even though the kids love it <laughs> i'm not i'm very um embarrassed by my singing voice i guess would be the right word so i will sing it for you for a little bit but um you can definitely go check out my instagram where i've also shared it and uh i'm sure you can find it online too so here it goes this is the good morning train song that i sing pretty much every morning to start off our morning meeting in the month of september the good morning train is coming how are you choo choo the good morning train is coming how are you choo choo the good morning train is coming. The good morning train is coming. The good morning train is coming. How are you? Choo choo. It will say good morning, Jim. How are you? Choo choo. It will say good morning, Pam. How are you? Choo choo. It will say good morning, Dwight. It will say good morning, Meredith. It will say good morning, Michael. How are you? Choo choo. And basically you just like restart <laughs> over and over again until you say each student's name. I love to point to them as uh, we are learning their names so that students see them. They can also say their own names in the you want. And so it's just a great way to start off our morning together. And you know, the kids love it. They love um, having a little song sung to them um, in the morning to start off their day. 
Now, this is the part that's going to vary a lot depending on the time of the school year and the skills that I am teaching them. So for me, my morning meeting focuses on literacy skills, whereas after lunch, we have another whole group meeting for math. So for me, the morning meeting is really going to be focused on a literacy skill and it really depends on the time of year that, um, that we're in, like what skill I'm focusing on. So you wanna make sure that you have some kind of scope and sequence for your literacy um, skills that you're teaching throughout the school year. And you also use assessment to guide you in deciding, you know, what skills you need to visit or revisit and how you're moving forward with it. At the beginning of the school year, I do not start phonics routines right away. That takes a couple of weeks before students are ready to start that. Um, again, it's going to depend on your students. It might take two or three weeks before they get there. I think last year I started my phonics routine either in week three or week four of school. I'd have to look back on my day plans to actually remember that. But it really, it was not in the first two weeks of school. In the first two weeks of school, instead, I like to do that uh, good morning train song and then do like a fun little activity with them. Sometimes it had to do with their names. Um, I wrote all of the alphabet. So I would sing the alphabet and write it on our whiteboard. This is just one of the activities that I did. And so I would sing the ABCs and then put it on the whiteboard with the students and students had to come up and point to the first letter of their name. This was a great um, little activity. I did have like a little song that went with it. I will put in the show notes for you a link to a reel that I made on Instagram to show you that activity. But we're really going to start establishing some alphabetic principles by attaching first sounds in names or first letters in names to the written um, grapheme that attaches to it um, in different ways. So that might be through a game like I just explained, or it might be through a different activity that you come up with with your students. Another thing that you can do at the beginning of the school year is read a book with your students. So there's so many great first day of school books, like The King of Kindergarten, The Queen of Kindergarten, The Day You Begin, I could list off so many books um, that you could be reading at the beginning of the school year. So maybe instead of doing an activity, you're reading a book with your students and just establishing that for the start of the day. I love doing that as well for the first couple days of school just to, you know, get them used to sitting and listening, but it's not just me talking to them. There's like some visuals attached to it because there's a book. So really taking it easy. The first few weeks of school, I spend most of my morning meeting establishing routines and expectations of what whole group learning looks like in the classroom. They're very short. I don't want to keep students, you know, sitting on the floor for 45 minutes on the first day of school. Instead, you know, I we do have our morning announcements and our O Canada and our land acknowledgement that plays first thing in the morning. So that does eat into our time, but I really don't want them sitting and listening to me for more than 20 minutes. So that includes like singing the good morning train song and then reading them a book and then they're off to go do their free choice centers after that. Uh, some of that time is done to explain what's happening at each of our tabletop centers. So students have an idea of what to expect when they get there, what materials are available, what the expectations are. And then students just get to go play. So 
you really want to keep it short, keep it fun and keep it light for the first few weeks. After we've established a better routine for students and students are able to regulate themselves a little bit better in our whole group area and we've like tweaked it to meet the needs of the students after getting to know them a bit more. Maybe some students need a wiggle chair. I call it a wiggle chair. I don't know what the actual name for it is. Maybe some students need a wiggle chair to sit in. Maybe some kids need a little bit more space. Um, there's lots of different ways that you can accommodate all students in your classroom. After we've established like the best way to get students ready for the school day, that's when I start bringing electronics routine. I do have a slideshow that I have made that goes through each letter of the alphabet. I won't go in too deep into this right now because I think I have other podcast episodes. I've talked about this numerous times, but um, you can definitely go check that out. I'll link it in the show notes, the blog post about my phonics routine if you would like to check that out. But yeah, that that happens um, later on, about two, three weeks into the school year. You might be doing your phonics routine, uh, sound review with your students. You know, after you've finished a phonics routine, maybe you're doing some vowel review, uh, adding some digraphs, whatever it might be. Um, I play a lot of different word games and decoding games. There's lots of different things that you can do throughout the school year, but really at the beginning of the school year, those first weeks of school, that first month or two, you really want to keep it short and simple for your students so that they can be successful. You don't want to feel frustrated or get them feeling frustrated about what is happening. Instead, use that time to get to know them, get to um, or observe what they're doing and like what's working, what isn't working and tweaking that morning routine so that when you're getting ready to do bigger concepts, when you're getting ready to um, teach them some more complex skills, you know, you have that uh, routine established for them so that they can be successful. Also, I like to make it fun. (laughs) You know, we sing songs. Yes, that's fun. But I also like to make it fun in other ways. Uh, One of the things I said one day, and it's funny what kids will latch onto this past year. I was talking to kids and one of the kids gave me an answer to a question. I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, did you have some brain juice this morning? How did you come up with that? And the kids latched on to brain juice. Like, you wouldn't believe for them. I think they equated it with like having a smoothie or something. One of the kids like, oh, I had a smoothie this morning. I'm like, that must be your brain juice. You're here ready to learn this morning. And so for whatever reason, moving on, uh, like subsequent, subsequent like weeks and months, if a kid gave a really great answer, they'd be like, the students themselves would say, say like, oh, they must've had their brain juice this morning. And so just keeping it light, really keeping it um, positive for students. Like you want it to be a positive, fun experience. You want them to be able, you want it to be interactive where they get to share their answers. And it's just a really great way to come together in the morning, learn a skill before they go and practice that skill throughout the rest of the day through, um, free choice centers, tabletop activities, whatever it is that you want to call the rest of your day. So That's basically my September morning routine. Very basic, very short. You still want to, you know, establish those routines. So you still want to do some kind of activity with them. You don't want to make it too complicated because, you know, some of these little peanuts have not had to sit 
for more than five minutes at a time before. And so you really want to make sure that they can be successful and that they're learning and that they are establishing um, some self-regulation skills as well. If you have any questions about what we just talked about, make sure you reach out to me. You can find me over on my Instagram at Creative Kindergarten Blog on TBT, or you can always just send me an email, creativekindergartenblog at gmail.com. And you can find my blog, creativekindergartenblog.com. If you're not already following this podcast on whatever your podcast platform you're listening to me on, make sure that you do because I usually put out new episodes every Tuesday. So I really want to thank you so much for tuning in to get again this week and listening to me talk about different um, things that are happening in kindergarten classrooms and answering questions again. Every classroom every year is going to be unique. You are an educator who can make decisions on your classroom and, you know, reflect on your own practices in your classroom. These are just my experiences and some of the things that I have done that have worked well for me um, in the past. But yeah, let me know what is your um you know, favorite thing to do for your morning meeting, your morning routine in September. Is there anything that I missed? Let me know. I can't wait to hear from you guys over on my Instagram and I hope you have a great day.